I'm not feeling very enthusiastic today. Sorry. (laughs) There were supposed to be a bunch of decisions out of the Supreme Court this morning. They're all pretty bland. I'm looking on uh, scotusblog.com. Let's see. There's an opinion on focusing on the meaning of offense. A divided court throws salt on double jeopardy claim. Opinion analysis written by Heather Whiteman. And it's about people being charged. So there's the double jeopardy rule that says if you've been convicted for a crime, you can't be convicted for that same crime again. Or I should say acquitted of a crime. You can't then be convicted again later. And the Supreme Court ruled that if you were prosecuted in a court of Indian offenses, that you can be also convicted by an American court or a court in another country, which makes total sense. So again, not exciting. Um, Then there's rights for immigrants, boring mistakes on VA procedures, boring. And then the uh, January, the January 6th hearing for today has been postponed. Some people are assuming that it's because of these Supreme Court decisions that are coming out today. They don't they don't want the Supreme Court decisions to overshadow their wonderful sham of a political reality show. Barry Moore on American Greatness writes, The J-6 pilot flopped. The pilot episode of the January 6th hearings doomed the entire season. The ratings don't lie. America is not enthralled. Now, when the when the first hearing aired, there were like 20 million viewers, which is, I mean, if I had 20 million listeners, I'd be pretty pumped. So share the show. <laughs> and uh, I was, so I was impressed and a little bit disappointed because I was hoping that people wouldn't buy in to the propaganda. And then I found out that comparable events, viewing events, have actually done much better to the tune of, you know, twice the number of viewers. From the article, despite their greatest attempts at hyping the insufferable uh, premiere... CNN pulled in lower numbers than Tucker Carlson's Tucker Carlson's show. CBS's own Let's Make a Deal and The Price is Right drew more viewers Wednesday night than the committee's coverage. More Americans watched basketball last Thursday. 
So good. Not many people are tuning in. This will hopefully send a message. And I wanted to share this article by Julie Kelly, which sort of goes through the lies that are being told and semi-corrects the the record, I suppose. Um, because, I mean, no, no one should be surprised that the committee gets up there and uh, selectively edits, um, leaves out. They, they selectively edit video and audio. They leave out testimony from these people and include testimony. I guess the sensation for last night was interviewing the dum-dum from Fox that called the state of Arizona at, you know, whatever outrageously early time he did and that ultimately got him fired. The J6 committee thought we should all be really interested to hear what he had to say. And other reports are that it's mind-numbingly boring. So good job, Dees. One of the first points from this article is Congress and D.C. city officials, not Donald Trump, were responsible for protecting the Capitol. And this is just, this is the left and the Democrats playing on the ignorance of the population at large. Because during the riots in 2020, the BLM and Antifa riots and the Chop Chaz occupied protests, there were a lot of people that were upset because Donald Trump wasn't sending in the military. He wasn't sending in the National Guard to restore order. But people didn't understand that it's not the president's decision. And hopefully the these the mo, more recent events, especially regarding uh, Roe v. Wade and abortion laws, etc., election laws also, are decided by the states. The federal government may not intervene. But what the federal government does is withhold aid from states. See, certain states like California and New York have become dependent on federal money to run their states. So when a Democrat administration is in the White House, Democrat states get more federal money. This is why Democrat states do things like cheat elections to install presidents that will be friendly to their states. And this is why Donald Trump had plenty of threats for California, for example, when he was in office and talking about things like their ability to manage the wildfires or not manage the wildfires would be more appropriate. The next point from the article is no police officers died on January 6th or as a result of the protest. Shouldn't be news to anyone that was really paying attention. The leftists and the propaganda media would have you believe that 
there was a catastrophic death toll. And they'll tell you anything to have you demonize the people that were really just upset at the course of events, the election irregularities, and then the general unwillingness of the Justice Department to look in. Somebody told me yesterday that Bill Barr was saying he didn't see anything about how the um, how the election could have been stolen through fraud, to which I responded, there was never an investigation done, so how would he know? And that was the most upsetting part for me personally. There were all of these suspicious things, there were all of these irregularities, and no investigations were done. No one seemed to take them seriously. And remember, the leftist media came out and told you the plan. It's going to look like Donald Trump wins on election night, but then as more votes come in and more counting is done, Joe Biden will ultimately be the winner, but then Donald Trump will try to stay in the White House and not give up his power. Basically telling all of us that they're going to steal it. And then the election fortification article came out from the New York Times that told us all about Mark Zuckerberg's uh, illegal manipulation of election offices and funneling $400 million into the election systems that were corrupted by the COVID decrees to relax the voting laws and make it easier for them to, to steal. So in my opinion, we were all very justified in our contempt for the process. And 30,000 people showed up to voice their contempt for the process. And the leadership decided that they would use that opportunity to discourage their political opponents from protesting any further. But was anybody from Antifa locked up? Was anybody from BLM locked up? I mean, maybe they were locked up. But was ever a spectacle made to deter them from continuing to do what they had been doing all year. Now, were people that showed up at the Capitol wrong for doing some of the things that they did? Yes. There was, there was a barricade with a sign that said this area is closed where people assembled and then smashed through the barricades, injured police officers. But they were agitated by this guy. Americans, they're terrorists. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Guys, yes, you are. Guys, I'm not saying... They've you know, already I know what up there. I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for it. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! So that was Ray Epps. He must be rotting in a DC jail right now. Nope. 
Ray Epps is gone. The FBI denies knowing anything about Ray Epps. It hasn't always been that way. It was only when the footage came out and the footage of him on January 6th leading a group of protesters to that barricade and agitating people to push their way through it. We got to go into the Capitol. Now, there were other places with no barricades. There were other places where the barricades were being opened up and police officers were waving people, come, come inside. It's fine. And people were acquitted because of that. Because the footage is there showing that they were essentially invited in. But not this man. Which brings me to this next point from the article. The FBI refuses to disclose information pertaining to the use of undercover agents and informants. And here's Ted Cruz. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I'd can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th. Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of people who are understandably very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered And now he refers to the clip I just played for you. Can't answer it. Can't tell you. And why is it this random person? Why isn't it Chris Ray, the director of the FBI? Why isn't it Merrick Garland, the leader of the Department of Justice? Why does it seem like this administration is only interested in serving one half of the country. And why does that half of the country seem so contented with just going to work and paying their taxes like a bunch of schmucks? I'll be back. Goodbye. Goodbye.